Hello and welcome to another episode of the Geek Free Radio Hour. I'm Doug. And I'm Kaylin. And this is the Geek Free Radio Hour episode 79. Feeling fine. Yeah, because 78 feeling you great felt was great. last time. Yeah. It doesn't matter what, as long as it ends in an 8, Kaylin's feeling great. If it ends in a 9, she's feeling fine. And if you ask me truly how I'm doing, so well. You're doing so well. How have you been? So... It's been a little while since we recorded. Good. Um, yeah, right? I think so. Like, at this point, like, we've had a book club since we recorded. We did some things. I think we had one in Bangton, and I think that's why it, it feels a little bit longer. I did a little something. You did a little something? I quit my day job. <gasps> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh, my God. Are since? you so happy? <clears throat> yeah, it feels really weird to just, like... You got, like, freakazoid hair right now. Be able to focus back. on, like... <laughs> The shop solely and like, and not just have like another added stress. Yeah, because like, like I don't know, and doing something else. I run the shop. I run all the shop social stuff. Mm-hmm. You're a husband. I'm a husband. You're a homemaker. Uh huh. You're a cat dad. Uh huh. You're co-host to two two podcasts. podcasts. I edit both of them. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, you're you know, part of the Chamber of Commerce. Uh huh. I'm on um, the Library Board of Directors. Sometimes you go to bingo. Sometimes I go to bingo. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know how I was doing everything that I was doing and waking up at like the crack of dawn. I feel like you just do whatever you have to do. Yeah. You know? Right? No, that's truly it. You're absolutely right. You like, just do you it. You just do it. Mm-hmm. And it sucks a like, lot sometimes, but. Part of my. Like weird, whatever is last here. week. Remember last week, I was like, "Oh well, we hung out and we went to bingo and then we had book club and then we did stuff and then can now you, we're gonna do." Can you turn for me for a second? I'm turning to you. No, the other way. Okay, is that better? More. There we go. That's it. But like, I was like, "Oh, we've been doing a lot lately," and then I don't know if it was you or Liz <laughs> that was just like, "We're just back to doing stuff like we I used think to do." Liz like, said that, but you definitely. Told me that, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, we're just adding like more social components yeah. to our days." But it feels weird. Stuff that we actually enjoy doing. Yeah, to be sociable, <laughs> and I'm like, I have time to do that again. It does feel weird. It's crazy. Not like- that I didn't have time before, but like, I didn't really feel like I had the time to offer because I was like going to bed earlier, so I could wake up earlier, and like yeah. I was like existing more earlier in the in the day. I would come home from my day job and I would take a nap before going in to open the shop for like, yeah. and by a nap, I literally mean like I would sleep for like a half an hour or more and then get up and go and move and da da da. You know, like. I don't know how you do that. I don't know. I literally, I It was too so much. Anxious. You do a lot too. Like. I do so much. So to, and on top of like. I don't working <laughs> and everything like you ba- is, you watch your nieces and nephews this is you... what i was talking about when i was like <laughs> you just do it i don't like to think about uh, it yeah you just do it, it when i think about it i want to throw up pull your teeth out and just yeah, like curl under a bed a bit, yeah but i'm like no i just do it mm-hmm. and it's fine and i'm a young 30-ish person yeah <laughs> i'm fine <laughs> okay but yeah so i've been experiencing just working at my store you don't have to go into it but you did kind of have like a mic drop last i don't want to talk about it we want to talk about it it, but you did have that which is like i'm so jealous i've never had like a you know what Uh uh-huh here you go i i I worked at my day job for 16 years that's insane it's it really is insane it's insane for me to say like i'm 34 years old and i quit a job that i had for 14 years yeah 
That's a long time. You just said 16. (laughs) What did I say? You said 16 and now it's 14. No, it is 16. I'm 34 (laughs) is my problem is I'm like trying to, you know, do numbers. I'm not very good at maths, Caitlin, okay? Yeah. But so I've been, I almost said dealing with that. And you know what I've been doing with my downtime right now is playing Grand Theft Auto Vice City. (laughs) Caitlin, I think I'm about to beat it. Wait, you can beat those games? Apparently. I'm literally driving in circles trying to find stuff to do. I may have beaten it. I'm like not really a game person uh-huh so like anytime i played grand theft auto i was like they'd be like do this bullshit and i'd like try once or twice uh-huh. but i'm like as soon as i fail i'm like you know what fuck this and you I'm just start just driving go over, over people <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes i would like drive and i'd obey like the stop signs yo that is fun to right? do for no reason you i tur- you could turn grand theft auto into so many different games yesterday i or the ambulance, sorry. Yes, when you go yeah. like and you rescue people. So yesterday, I went to the shop really quick, and I mm-hmm. like set the wall for new release Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, the DC books, and I put the books. I did the, I did my pull bags and everything, and then I was like, oh, I'm done. I shipped something out for eBay, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's a really productive day for a day that we're closed. Hell yeah! I left and I came home. And then somehow I played Grand Theft Auto Vice City for four hours while watching Arrested <laughs> Development season two, and I don't remember starting. All I know is that I like, I literally shook, and I was like, "You're like jostled." It's back six o'clock. Reality. What did I do? And I'm, I turned to Liz, and I was like, "I can't believe I just played Vice City for like four hours. I'm so sorry." And she's like, "What are you sorry for?" I'm like, "You're allowed I, to like." I could have done. Time. I could have done like the dishes or something. She's like, "Calm down. You're acting like a crazy person." <laughs> I'm like, "I feel like I should have done something more productive." And she's like, "I I don't know what to tell I you. Love Relax." Liz because Liz. I think, unlike you and I, can, like, just relax Mm -hmm. and not have to do a project. Like, she allows herself that Mm -hmm. time to just, And then has the focus time where she focuses on doing things. Exactly. Yeah, no, I have no balance. Even when I'm, like, sitting... Even when I'm here and, like, we wake up on a groggy Mm -hmm. Sunday after doing some bullshit. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go on my phone. I'm going to... You know what? I have to add some money to my easy pass. You know what? I'll pay Uh this bill real quick. Uh Uh-huh. I just don't stop going. Yeah. And it's, like, not great. And, and while you're why... doing that, I'm in the middle of doing the dishes, and I already went and got bagels, and I'm doing, like, 900 uh-huh. things. Yeah. 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 There's no, like, chill. Like, even tonight, like, now Suze, Liz, and myself started going to yoga every Tuesday. And mm-hmm. Even though it's, like, another thing to do, at least at yoga, like, I feel like I can calm down a little It's bit. working. Yeah. <laughs> Especially those last, like, 10 minutes where she's like, just lay on the fucking ground. Uh-huh. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> I just, like, need that permission. Just lay down. Focus on your breathing. I'm like, okay. I'm like, but can I just pay this bill real quick? No? All right. Cool. All right. I'll just relax. And I really, I know this is going to sound like such a thing, but I think in my later years, I'm realizing that I may have some ADHD issues. Uh, Me too. I'm not saying, like, Mm full-blown, but, like, even when I'm in yoga and we're trying to do, like, a relaxing calm down for the last 10 minutes, I'm like... Looking at the ceiling, looking over there. I'm playing with my fingers. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, what am I doing? Why can't I just fucking chill? Yeah. And just relax. You're like a little kid in church. Mm-hmm. But like, meanwhile, you're at a place you opted to go to, partaking in an activity yeah. that you opted to. You're like an adult. You didn't mm-hmm. have to go there, but you wanted to do this. Yes. Yeah, I totally feel that. It's another thing, but it's another thing that I actually like to do. Mm hmm. It's weird. Being an adult's weird. Yeah. You have so much shit you have to do. 
And even though the other things that you do are still things that you have to do, uh-huh. you, but it's more like you want to do them and you're happier when you've done them. Have you been reading anything? Speaking of things you want to do that you're doing? Yeah. Um, at your recommendation, I just read The Nice House on the Lake. Yeah. What'd you think? It's the first six issues in the new trade paperback that I just came it. out. You did? I liked it. It's I'm spooky really, shit, right? Yeah. It's It's weird. And it's something different. It's something I think is like, I mean, unless you've read something similar, I think it's pretty original. I've never seen mm-hmm. this kind of circumstance. And I'll just go into it for anyone. I'm not going to go delving into it. But this guy, he like collects these friends. Mm-hmm. And after a few years or so, six months in some cases, he asked them all to come out to a lake house that he... I don't know, it's like a friend of his parents, supposedly, um, bequeathed him for the weekend. Mm -hmm. So all these friends go and they meet there and he's there for a second. And I'm going to try to avoid spoilies with this. He goes away and they're kind of trapped at this house Mm -hmm. as like crazy shit is happening outside of the house. And... God, I don't want to go much further. So I've talked to other people. I've only read the first two issues of this book, and then it kind of I got lost in the shuffle of things. I need mm. to sit down and actually read the trade paperback now that it's been released. But mm. I've described the first issue of this book to people, and it's kind of gotten them hooked to it. And they're mm. like, oh, shit, I'll check that out. And I've talked about how much that one page in particular, it's a two-page spread, actually, that mm-hmm. it scares the shit out of me like no... Yeah, it scares the shit out of me like no other spread in any comic has. Where he like kind of turns into a thing. No, it's this just simply the social media posts of the way the world is crumbling around people. Yes, okay. And the one person says, "Oh my god, I just watched Anderson Cooper melt on live TV." Yes. And then another person, it's like a photo, and like all of these like horrific things of the way the world is literally coming to an end. Mm Hmm. Because that's exactly how it would be. It would totally be live tweeted. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that now. You did tell me that there was something that was going to freak me out, and I think I'm just so numb to it. When you sit and read that those two pages and, like, just let it wash over you mm-hmm. and, like, the unknowing of what's going on like when you're taking on the role of the people who are in this house and all that they know is what they're hearing of the outside yes through social media so fucking scary still kind of lasts Mm -hmm. for a minute and then i then i think it truly goes dark like everything just shuts yeah yeah so that's another thing on top of it like you get maybe i want i don't want to timestamp it but i will say maybe an hour's worth of news mm-hmm. of all this crazy shit happening yeah it's like a, and nothing, then it goes away not a single thing besides your you know immediate surroundings mm-hmm. it's wild it's a lot <laughs> you should really get back into it i have to it just came back from its hiatus it so it finished those six issues maybe three or four months ago maybe before the year ended Mm-hmm. And then it just came back now with issue seven just a couple weeks ago. Okay. Same day that the uh, the trade came out. Yeah. You could pick up issue seven just the same. So now that it's all been out, I should really and it's your boy. take the time. Yeah, it's James Tenyon yeah. the fourth, and he <laughs> literally can write the hell out of a horror story. So hell yeah. Speaking yeah. of this week, 
Something is Killing the Children came back from a hiatus. Really? With issue 21, yeah. Wow. The covers are incredible. Oh, you know what? I think I saw that. Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, this week? Yes. Like as in... This week? Yes. Okay. 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 Maybe I didn't see it then. Okay. I saw something after book club, and I was like, oh shit, that's back. Mm -hmm. Now I can't remember what it is. For a second, I thought it was... Wait, did you have something promoting... Mm-mm. I had a poster that's been on the door for a little while now. Hmm. I don't know. Let's just leave you that You saw a thing that said something was back. I don't know. I don't think it was a thing that said something was back. Uh, so, do mental map with me really quickly. Mm-hmm. If I'm fr- at the front door. You're at the front door. And I go straight, but I go around the cubbies. Uh-huh. And I go straight to that back wall. Uh-huh. Is that new releases? Uh-huh. So it was something bottom left-hand corner. If you could think of this, I will be so impressed. I don't know. And I was like, oh, shit, that. And then I got distracted. And it's not Saga, because that feels like a pocket where Saga was. I think Saga is over there, but it wasn't Saga. Saga, a new issue came out this week of that, too. They're on three, right? Yes. Three. Yeah. 54, whatever the hell it is. But So I read something today while you guys were in yoga, actually. I right read on. the first issue, the first issue of Hulk Grand Design. I want you to skim through this because it's so cool. Right on. So I'm not like a Hulk guy, mm-hmm. but this Grand Design is a format that they've decided to. It's so what fucking cool it? looking, right? So they've decided a couple different creators have done this. They call it Grand Design. Yeah. A couple of years ago, Ed Pisker decided to take all of the X Men's history uh-huh. and try to tell it amongst three books okay each book was going to be just a hundred pages long and he was going to tell the whole history of the x-men so this is doing just that this first issue tells the first 20 years of history of the hulk in like this super stylized way like i honestly i don't care about the hulk but how cool looking is this book it's so fucking cool i love this retro style but wait i'm confused hulk loves gorilla Mm-hmm. Is she is she a different version of she she Hulk? No, this is just a different. Well, she Hulk is not a love interest of the Hulk. That's what she Hulk is his cousin. Yeah, but, but then this one looks like a Hulk. I don't know who she she's is. She's some sort of alien woman who's green oh, who she he just falls so for. To be yeah, okay. they don't really divulge go into like full detail of everything because they are telling twenty years in just a few pages. This might be my favorite part. It's so no. cool because that's how he's saying it, right? Yeah. Without a doubt, right? Like, And then Juggernaut's in here. And there's like a stamp with Wolverine. Because it's not just... Tell- well, Wolverine made his first appearance in Hulk 181. Really? Yes. Oh my god, what's this other guy with the green head? That's the leader. Of the green aliens that he's That's his name. With? No, that's Wolverine. just his name. His name is the leader. <laughs> he looks like... He also was... Radi- irradiated by gamma rays, oh, and really? it made him the smartest person of his race, oh. or whatever. Yeah, sounds tiring. The smart. I don't know why I'm the like slurring. Had a lot of seltzer today. Not a lot of coffee. But yeah, I read the first. I have not had a lot of coffee, believe it or not. So I read this first issue today while you guys were at yoga, and it's like I can't get over it. It's so neat, and like the pages where they're like not paneled, like some of this. It's so cool. That's cool, right? Like, there's pages where it's just, like, the Hulk, like, popping out of the book, it looks like. And then all around him is all these other little pieces of his history and stuff. And then there's parts that look like newspaper clippings and... Yeah, this is, like, a weird, eclectic mix of just Hulk shit. Yeah. It's kind of rad. 
So this first issue tells his first 20 years of history from 64 to 84. Damn. And I assume the Damn. next issue will be another 20, you know? Yeah. But it was a really good read. And I definitely recommend it. Oh, here's She-Hulk. Here's She-Hulk. <laughs> and then it goes into, like, the television show and stuff. Like, it tells both the Hulk's history as a character framed as though it is a comic book and then it also has like little historical moments for the character from our standpoint too Mm -hmm. it's weird the way they balance it it's crazy to look at this stuff because literally there's this one panel here and i only recognize i'm gonna i'm not gonna do this justice thor Mm -hmm. dr strange um oh my god what's her face Wanda. Wanda. And then that's Monica Rambeau from WandaVision also, yes. And then who are these two guys? That's Luke Cage and Iron Fist. And then who's this guy? The Vision. Oh my god. You know him. (laughs) His back's turned. (laughs) He has his yellow cape. I didn't even know he had a yellow cape. He wore it in the WandaVision show. Did he? Yeah. But this is very cool. So yeah, I definitely recommend that if any of you are Hulk fans or, you know, maybe you want to learn more about the Hulk. I think it serves both purposes. It's like a really cool retrospective. Have we ever done a BuzzFeed quiz to see who we are as far as Avengers go? No, we haven't. I feel like I'd be Hulk-esque. You want to do that in the third segment? Yeah. We'll try to find one and we'll yeah, come we'll back. Yeah, we'll try to find one. All right. Wait. So, what? You had to guess who you think you would be. You'd be Vision. You'd be Vision. I don't know. I don't, you'd be Vision. Why? <laughs> you think too much. Um, I don't, yeah, I'll take Vision. Vision's cool. Okay. I like him. All right, let's take a break, <laughs> go to a song, then come back and talk about Book Club. Right on. Because I think there's quite a bit to talk about with Book Club. I think so, With a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. All right. Yeah. 
<laughs> Radiant Black, Volume One. That's what we read this week. Yeah, and I I loved it. Did you love it or did you just medium like it? I gave it a seven point five, which I thought was generous. It got from book club all around. It got a solid eight. Yeah, which is high. Which I think is really high. Yeah. I don't think it's our highest. No. I, I kind of think um, Sandman was I think was Sandman higher. was like nine something, yeah, right? Yeah, it was crazy. But like, really that's that like one. kind of a tried and true. Radiant Black issue 13 is out oh. this week. You know what I mean? You that's know, pretty you good know for... Who it was. Who? La didn't tank our average this time. No. La when she barely... loves something, she loves something. When she hates something, she hates oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like... It was like a six and she's like two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. Did not enjoy. <laughs> um... It was very interesting. I do kind of love the idea that, like, this person out of nowhere just randomly... I mean, I guess that's all superheroes, if you want to call it superhero stuff. Uh-huh. But, like, you kind of got the background of, like, him. And I kind of thought he was a piece of shit. Like, I thought he was, like... I know, like, I guess he's maybe written more as a down-on-his-luck mm-hmm. writer. But I thought he was kind of shitty. Which yeah. I think other people kind of echoed that in the group as well that like his best friend or who we who his best friend thought he was like he came back to town didn't tell his best friend supposedly uh-huh i still think then, that that is weird and then like was like kind of a piece of shit to him and mm-hmm. it was like i've got these problems like bro everybody's got fucking problems yeah oh you fucked up with some money, dude. Yeah, everyone's fucking broke. Uh-huh. Whatever. I think that it's so interesting... That okay. That, like, I still... I can't get over coming into the office and seeing my wife reading the book and mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, are, are you enjoying it? Or how far are you? And she's like, I don't know. I just can't get past this dude writing about having... Like, I can't get past this dude... Just talking about having writer's block. She's like, it's so uninteresting to listen to someone ha- talk. And then I was like, <laughs> and I walked out <laughs> because well, you don't have to worry about him for too long. Yeah, that was a That, that twist is super psycho, yeah. right? Like, it is like, holy mm-hmm. shit, our lead is dead halfway through this book. Yeah. I cannot believe it. That's such a surprise. Mm-hmm. Like, I like Marshall, but I think I like Nathan more. And I okay. think I like Nathan even more now that I now that this has happened to him, which is yes. a very weird feeling. Yes. So he he was okay. He was definitely I think he was definitely better. But another thing, like when we go around at the end of book club, we usually say our little piece about mm-hmm. the book and then we give it a rating. Yeah. I just so happened to be like second from last this time and I felt stupid even saying what my final th- thoughts were because they were already said so many fucking times. Yeah. I was the most engaged in this book when we were reading about <sighs> Radiant Red. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was like, this and is cool. We didn't really even fully, like, talk about how tragic Radiant Red's story is. Uh-huh. And how she's, like, living in this horrible relationship where she's constantly being gaslit mm-hmm. into believing that she's such a problem. We all just kind of thought that, like, her story was the most interesting, and that's what we kept saying about it. Yeah. And it is the most interesting, but it's the most interesting because it's the most tragic, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it's so much harder to watch her exist than to watch this, like, schmuck think he had the chance at writing the great American novel, and Uh then, like, it turns out he didn't. Like, we watched a white (laughs) man lose some of his, like, hopes and dreams versus (laughs) watching this, like... 
I believe she's Asian, right? Like so, watching yeah. her have to struggle mm-hmm. being in an abusive relationship, 100%. and then like deciding to stop taking the abuse mm-hmm. to an extent yes. and make something different happen in her life. You could read Nathan mm-hmm. a couple different ways. Like I said, you could read him as a kind of down on your luck writer. Yeah. I just thought he was a pain in the ass. I was yeah. like, I can't root for this guy. He kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. And with Radiant Red, it was like a comeuppance. I was like, cool. This bitch is like not taking any more shit. Yeah. I'm Making lemons out of lemonade. Yeah. Like literally. Yeah. Which is funny because they're technically on opposing sides of the law mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Which is funny because like he... Was supposed to be helping the police mm-hmm. find this robber, and she was. I mean, I would have to say she was kind of like um, Robin Hooding. Robin she was Hood, Robin yeah. Hooding. She was robbing banks to pay down debt that her husband had accrued from yes. either illegal gambling or it seemed like he probably was well in over his head with mm-hmm. more than just gambling. It, oh, 100%. It, it seems like a real slippery slope that he was on that I'm sure there's way more than just that, you know? Yeah. But I really, really liked this series. I have every intention of continuing reading it myself, oh. especially checking out more of about Radiant Red. See, that's that's where I would go. That's the direction I would When go. we were talking about, like, how much we all liked Radiant Red as a character more. Mm-hmm. And then Steve says, oh, well, you guys know, like, the new Radiant Red solo series started the other day. And it literally picks up right as soon as issue six of Radiant Black ends. Yeah. And it continues telling that story. I'm not exaggerating when I tell you that we sold, like, five copies of Radiant Red that night solely to book club members who were like, oh, no shit? Okay, I'll check this out. Like, (laughs) everyone (laughs) with full intentions of checking out more of Radiant Red versus Black. But, like, as a whole, I think because the, the first book does end with Radiant Black, I think that's why I rated it so high. Mm hmm and, and a couple different other factors, but, like, in the end, I was like, that's cool. This is fucking rad. Yeah. I'd read this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it like, ended on a really good note. Exactly. A very compelling note. hmm So I can't really, like, say it was a bad book, and it, and it really wasn't. Even if Radiant Red didn't come in, I wouldn't have liked it as much. Uh-huh. But still, the storyline was fucking cool, and that twist was fucking cool, and it was just like... I can't get over that it, twist. It seemed it seemed grounded for what it was. Mm-hmm. Like even opening on the fact that he was like essentially doing like a lift service or Uber type of deal to yeah. like try to make ends meet, you know? And that moving back in with your parents and your mom being so excited that you're there and your dad kind of being a dick about it, you know, like it felt very realistic that way. Yeah. Trying to think of, like, other things. (laughs) Like, I really... I think we also all brought up really good points about, like, the father dynamic that Mm -hmm. he had. Like, everything about this book felt really real and not, like, preachy or, like, overdone. Yeah. Like... Even down to the point where he mentions that he, like, went to a Costco-type store 
and got like eight pounds worth of oatmeal or some shit yeah. because it was on sale. The the like the way that they all the way that he interacted fa- the father and son dynamic of this book mm-hmm. was not like preachy or like after school specially either, yeah. which was cool. Like they there were just was, talking. It was wasn't really like no. Yes, there was really no pitch and like fighting, and there was really no like sappy resolution per yeah. se. Um, it was just a very realistic dynamic. Doug's writing something. I have the rest of book club for the summer planned. Oh, says the guy who is like stuck in a fucking rut. I have some really cool plans. <laughs> okay. And um, I want to be able to shout them out. When we're done talking Somebody right at now. book club had mentioned, and I wish I would have mentioned it at book club, but they were annoyed that the, uh, that Nathan, when he, when he got the, into the suit for the first time, he just so happened to, um, levitate a train and like, the yeah, at the same times and how easy it came. And I thought a lot about that because I was like, well, I don't think that's the case because truly to operate the suit, you literally just have to think. And if you were in such a stressful situation where your friend was about to get hit by a train Mm -hmm. and you're like, holy shit, I wish the train was in the air and not going to hit this person. I feel like it's just, um, yeah, react. They do explain that it's as simple as like thinking about doing mm -hmm. something and then that something happens. Like when he's in the back of that, like, he's in, like, a backyard, and they're, like, they have action figures lined up. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, okay, so I want you to, like, focus a blast of your power mm-hmm. on one of the fa- And he does it. You know, yeah. like, it It maybe is a little too simple, the power set, that, mm-hmm. like, you kind of can... But I, I like the fact that, like, it's intuitive. Like, he was in a pressure... Pressure... Wow. He was under pressure in that Yeah, the stress of the situation made him think, like, I just yes. wish that this would, like, all I can think about is getting this train up and away, mm-hmm. just away from here. And then also just, I fly off now. Yeah. And my it, friend. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I, I do think that the power set is not explained well enough, <laughs> and I think that that does become convenient to the story. Oh, yeah. You know? I'm sure it evolves into... I don't know, whatever the story needs it to be, really. Because, yes. like, that he can shoot blasts that of energy or something. And he mm-hmm. can also float, float things. And, like, at one point when he needs to stop the car from falling off a bridge, he can hardly lift that car suddenly. Yeah. So it's like, maybe it is too, you know, I don't know. You, I can get so easily flustered where all of a sudden doing, like, the dumbest, easiest, menial tasks are, mm-hmm. like, hard. I'm yeah. getting in my own way. So I guess it's believable, but... It does seem a little convenient. Yeah. But it is what it is. That was what? Issue... Was that still issue one? Right? With the car? Yeah. Or was that issue two by then? I think that's issue two. Yeah. No, I'm saying the train. Oh, the train's issue one. Yes. You know, like... It's right after the bar. Yeah. Yeah. All around, I think it was a pretty good book. I'm glad the book club gave it an eight and was very kind (laughs) this time around. Mm -hmm. I'm... Beyond excited for next month's book of four kids walk into a bank. Yeah, that seems sick. And uh, I have a, a light listing 
if you'd like, for May and June like also. A, I was like a light listing. You ready for a light listing? <laughs> so after we, in four, in April, we're going to read Four Kids Walk Into a Bank. In May, we're going to read the newer series from AWA Publishers, Not All Robots. This one's really cool. It's like okay. a um, sci-fi satire sure. about a not-too-distant future where robots... Um, they're in the process of ruling the planet it sounds like okay <laughs> so it's just that further step that it needs to is it the movie for AI? a full no it's it's probably not as um ai-ish yeah this sounds really good and we've had a futurama. lot of folks talk about how it's probably a little bit more futurama okay. let's say futurama and then in june we're gonna read getting together getting it together sorry wait what I think I read that. You've heard of it. You never read it. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's from Sin of Grace. I talked about it maybe like this time last year. Okay. It's about a group of friends, and some of them are in a band. It's like a real slice of life book. It's kind of mm-hmm. cool. It's about like basically being in your 20s and 30s and getting it together. <laughs> but it has a lot of queer storytelling in it also, so I thought that'd be really cool to yeah. read for June, especially. Right on. Being Pride Month. And we've also, like, really famously loved Cinna in the past with the Jughead Time Police book. And I know we've all shouted out a couple other series mm-hmm. when we were reading that one. So I think that'll be cool to read, too. What's, um, what's the character in Hunger Games? Cinna. Cinna. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but I think that's, like, spelled like cinnamon. Uh, C-I-N-N-A. Oh. And isn't that Lenny Kravitz played him? Yeah. And he's like the costumer for her? Yes. Right? And, and they murder. murder him brutally in yes. the second movie, right? Second oh. book, whatever. Yeah, I love Lenny Kravitz. I like, was talking to someone about how badly those movies aged. And he <laughs> he's a regular in my shop. And he's a film studies teacher. Yeah. And he said that he watched... I think he was saying he had rewatched them recently. And they're terrible. And I was like, well, did you read the books? He goes, yeah, I read the books and watched them, like, in time. And he's yes. like, and some of the things they do in the third book versus some of the things they decide to put in the third and fourth movies are just absolutely bizarre <laughs> and stunning. I'm like, yeah, I don't understand what happened to that franchise. Like, No, yeah, it really went off the rails. It, it also, you know? they made, like, uh, what, how how many pages is the second book? Like, 220 pages, maybe? Yeah, it's it's the shortest book of the whole thing. Yeah. And they made it into two of the most boring movies I've ever that seen. That one, that, is that Catching Fire? No. Is that the Mocking third one? Jay Mocking is the Jay. third one. Yeah, that one's Catching Fire. Catching Fire is the second one. one. Yes, yeah, because it's like, it, it. the Catching Fire is so much about her, like, being happy to be out of the Hunger Games, basically, and yes. then they're like, you're going back in. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, even reading that, I'm like, what? Why? Why are we going no, back just in? Just kidding. We have this thing. It's called the, the quarter, quarter quell. quell. <laughs> Get used to it. Like, okay. <laughs> Hey, listen, we kind of made that work with this whole thing because the quarter quell is the powers of Radiant Black. It is what it is. Yeah, right? It is. Yeah. Really, really good way to bring it all back. Full circle, Caitlin. I appreciate that. So we read Radiant Black. We liked Radiant Black. And next month we're reading Four Kids Walk Into a Bank by Matt Rosenberg and Tyler Boss. You got a synopsis? I don't have one on my hands, Caitlin, so... (laughs) I need you to vent. I wish you turned your palms so, over. <laughs> I don't have them on my hands. Are you IMing right now? AOL Instruments. I'm Googling. I thought you were IMing. Uh, this past week, I just want you to know, 
Yes. When I tweeted the link for episode 78, mm-hmm. I said that you and I talked about For This Place, issue five. Yeah. And I want you to know Matt Rosenberg retweeted us. <gasps> oh, my God. We didn't hashtag or nothing. So Are I'm a little curious. The like coolest people alive? Did he listen to us babble about that book? <gasps> oh, my God. That's a fear. Okay, wait. What? <laughs> okay, wait. No, now I'm just nervous. That's, yeah. Like, what did I say? I know. No, did we sound smart? I love that book. No, we do. Okay. But I'm just making sure that, like, we're not fucking dumb. And he's oh, like, these kids dumb. don't get it at all. We're definitely dumb. A hundred percent. Four Kids Walk Into a Bank is a darkly comedic story about four burgeoning child criminals and their elaborate plans. When a group of bumbling criminals show up in their father's life looking to pull one last job, young Paige has two choices. Let her father get caught up in their criminal hijinks or enlist her three best friends to do the job first. Paige picks the bad one. (laughs) 180-ish pages of full-color comic booking about friendship, family, growing up, and grand larceny. I think this sounds like so much fun. It does sound like a lot of fun. And like just looking at the pages, I also love that like we fully understand Matt Rosenberg loves uh-huh. a like bajillion panel conversation. Uh-huh. And I'm here for it. Yeah. I open some books and I'm like, there's too many words. But I this like, book I'm like, give me all the panels you got, Chief. For some reason I'm picturing like a Goonies esque type of bank robbery or like a home alone if you where there's like hijinks and like like stupid pro you know what i mean like stupid there's definitely things, probably right? really yeah like somebody's gonna release a handful of marbles to uh-huh. like the there probably is over. that you know feels what I mean? right yeah i hope I'm so hoping. at least <laughs> you don't say hijinks and then not roll over a whole bag of marbles okay exactly <laughs> hijinks involve a water gun i think also right so i'm really looking forward to this book uh i haven't read it yet even though I have my copy. Yeah, there. I didn't get my copy. I, I didn't have enough. Yet. I have more now. Okay. So, you can get one. Okay. Don't worry. Um, I feel <laughs> I know. You seemed really stressed. I was stressed. Deep breaths. Again. Deep breaths. Um, all right. So, let's go to another song and then come back with some shop news. Right on. And our quiz. And our quiz.
It's time to find out what Avengers Endgame character you are. What would you risk your life for, Kalen? For hope? For justice? For freedom? For peace? Duty? Honor? Family? Purpose? Or redemption? Oh, jeez. Definitely justice. I'm going family. Because... Gross. <laughs> Choose an Avenger to bring home to your parents. Captain Marvel? Hulk? Iron Man, Captain America, Ant-Man. Mm. Oh, I'm going to say this wrong. Okoye. Thor, Black Widow, Nebula. Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> She's mine, Kaylin. You can't bring her home. I'm bringing her home. We are brother and sister. We're oh, yeah. Home. Wait, but that's weird. No, why do you have to bring her home sexually? <laughs> you have the chance to wield one infinity stone. Which will you choose? The power stone, soul... Reality, space, time, or mind? I already knew mind immediately. Um, I think I'm going to take... I think space, because I want to be able to time... You can travel with the space stone. Time travel? Not time travel. That would be the time stone, Kaylin. I took the time stone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I took the space. But then I was nervous. If you could time travel with the space stone, I was like, why wouldn't I choose that? No, you, can, yes, you can space travel with the space stone, Kaylin. <laughs> But what if I time traveled to the future and that was... You'd need both stones. Okay, fine. (laughs) What would you say your biggest weakness is? I tend to live in the past. I constantly bite off more than I can chew. (laughs) (laughs) One, two, three. (laughs) Wait, should I do the rest? Yeah. I'm flaky. I'm insecure. I don't look before I leap. I tend to be stubborn-headed. I lie, like, a lot. I seldom pay attention on what's going on around me. Sometimes I can be narrow-minded... I never take time for myself. I tend to overreact. Okay, I'm saying so, more than I can chew. Yeah, obviously. Burning that candle from We're gonna get the same so many again. ends. I hope not. What do you think your most useful asset would be if you joined the Avengers? Strategy, bravery, strength, ingenuity, persistence, charisma, morale, intelligence, ambition, leadership, honesty, selflessness. Oof. Um... My ambition is a rider. I think I'm going to do that. My I'm going ambition. with my charisma. I think I can be... Charismatic? I think I can be pretty yeah. charismatic. Which non-Avenger would you want on your team against Thanos? Hella? Searcher? <laughs> Why did I read this I'm one? glad you got these ones. The Collector? Uh-huh. Talos? 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 Dormammu? Dormammu? <laughs> And then the next one is the Grandmaster. Grand <laughs> I'm sorry. You ready? One, two, three, hella. Yeah. <laughs> Which iconic MCU song would you jam out to? Oops by Vince Staples. Oh, oh, Vince Staples. Okay, uh, from the Black Panther soundtrack. That song fucking rules. It does rule. Rubber Band Man by the Spinners. In it. Oh, in Infinity War. That song rules too. Shoot to Thrill by ACDC does not rule. No. Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin from Ragnarok. Trouble Man by Marvin Gaye. Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Suede. Blue Daba D from, by Evil 65. Absolutely not. Agatha All Along from WandaVision. Oh, no. Or On and On by Curtis Harding. That makes it hard. I have I have to do Agatha all along because I had that song stuck in my head for Who's so been long. Messing okay, I'm going with Rubber Band Man. Finally, if you were alone at the supermarket during the snap, who is the first person you would check on to see if they survive? 
your parents, your significant other, your pets, your siblings, your kids, your best friend, your coworkers, your coworkers what? Your favorite celebrity, someone else not listed. Hmm. Hmm. I gotta go SO. Yeah. I don't have an SO. What? And I only have one parent. God, it, can it not be a show if I don't mention my dead parents? Kaylin, my dad is dead, okay? <laughs> okay. And you know what? It's been almost two years. Did you make it a personality trait yet? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> That's year like Soon. 10. <laughs> Soon. Let me know um, when I can. I would have to go with my best friend. Okay. Best which friend. Is not you, but I would, you'd be second. Just go to the, the group chat. <laughs> you, you send it to the whole thread. Yeah, you're like... Hey. Ew. What did you get? Captain America. I'm Rocket Raccoon, okay? No. Calm down. No. I am not Captain America in any way, shape, or form. Do I seem like Captain America? No. No. Mm-mm. You kind of seem like Rocket <laughs> A little bit. I mean, I guess I'll take Rocket Raccoon. You're like, you're like very smart and like quick-witted mm-hmm. and like I think a little bit tech-savvy, you know, I can kind of see that. And you're, like, patriotic, and you have a big shield. You don't understand? You you run around with that shield all day, Caitlin. <laughs> and you're like, truth, justice, the American way, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You punched Uncle Sam. And I got America's ass. <laughs> or, I mean, Hitler. Yeah, and you have America's ass. <laughs> I don't all right, like So this that. was very I'm disappointing. So That's <laughs> not <laughs> right. We're going to have to figure out another one, honestly. Hey, Doug. Kaylin. What's going on at the shop? So at the shop, we have a lot of good books out this week. A lot of good books out this week. Immortal X-Men number one came out from Kieran Gillen. Mm-hmm. Um, I know him. Great way to check out all the new stuff that's going on with the mutants. A lot of mutant books are started this week. They're kind of just taking a new... Are they vamping up to something? No, they're breathing new life into the franchise again. Uh, there's been a shakeup of some writers, and they just had an event series called The Ten Lives or Ten Deaths of X-Men. Okay. Of- Wolverine, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> um, we also got a brand new Batman White Knight series, Batman Beyond White Knight. It's too many words for a name, I think. Well, this one was weird. Batman Beyond the White Knight? Yes. And this one kind of the, seems racist. It, I don't know. It does he, sound a little racist. Huh? White? So this new series is takes place in the White Knight universe where there's been a Batman White Knight book. There's been a Harley Quinn book mm-hmm. there's been a whole bunch of different white knight books yeah and uh, it takes place in that same universe but the first issue has for some reason been severely undershipped so as i record this we still have a couple copies left in the shop okay but for some reason flying off the shelves like or maybe like they didn't ordering? fulfill dc didn't fulfill all the orders huh. i've seen multiple shops say that they didn't get any wow so we still have some as of this recording but I guess we'll see. Oh, Kaylin, that's another thing that I want to talk about. Ooh, what? As of this recording, we have raised $390 for the Hero Initiative. Make it 400 Yeah. Because I'm going to give you that last 10 you can... I know you were hoping to get to 400 Oh, Kaylin. So Kaylin throwing us over 400 mm-hmm. adds another book to the raffle. So I'm going to pull the first winner, which will win the copy of JLA slash Avengers mm-hmm. by uh, George Perez. And the second runner-up... Will receive a Superman omnibus by George Perez as well. Right on. So, thank you, Kaylin. You're what so a kind welcome. gesture. I saw your tweet before coming here, so I was like, "Yeah, I should probably." I meant to do it during book club, but yeah. then you know how crazy that. Yeah, because if you win that raffle, dude. Thing, yeah. I kind of hope I don't. Why? I don't know what I would do with any of those. You read it. 
and you love it, mm-hmm. and that's it. I'd probably sell it. Yeah, probably. Well, you could do it guilt free. I would, I, right? I would sell it and then like donate some of the portions to mm-hmm. your own initiative. Some of the portions. A percentage of the portions. <laughs> Proceeds. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's been a ton of really good books out this week. You just stopped at White Knight. We said two so far. The other thing, oh well, Hulk Grand Design came out this week as well. Oh, that one I just looked at. Yes, oh, that's and dope. something is killing the children <gasps> came back this week as well. I'm are we, also are we issues still, or is this of what something is killing the children? Yes, okay. yeah, we're back to issues again. This Volume is five of- is beginning okay. today. So I also had the chance. Remember, I told you a couple weeks ago that I submitted to like this program to get like screeners of books. Yeah, I'm in the middle of one, and I just finished the other one. Okay, I'm reading this new Spider-Man book. Right on. And I really like it. It's a lot of fun. It's by Hang on, Pretty. Spider-Man's always got a lot going on. How do you mean? Like I just feel like he is always into something. You know, uh-huh. same thing with Batman. So this is those, a like those a two things don't like appeal to me. This is a young so adult much. novel, okay, called uh, Spider Man's Social Dilemma by Preeti Cheever, and it's so fun. It's like it's all about like it's Peter in high school still, mm-hmm. you know, like and he has like talking about being friends with MJ and all the stuff, and like just mm-hmm. trying to still figure out who Spider-Man is and how Spider-Man is and stuff. Okay. So he's on the stakeout against Sandman. Sandman he had a fight with and now Sandman's been released from prison. Oh boy. And he's trying to figure out like he knows he's up to no good. There's no way that he's on the straight and narrow. So he's been investigating him and stuff. It's a really, really fun novel that's like so well written. for calculus. Yes, exactly. Making sure he has his biology homework done on time (laughs) and everything. It's, it's, It's really fun to like have that peter the like the one who has to like literally balance being like a functional teenager Mm -hmm. in society and wants to be a superhero yeah and is like trying to be good at both and not just subpar at one or the other and failing the other we talked about this but like how do you feel about um whoever plays the new spider-man i forget tom holland yeah he's fine who's your favorite so far in our I really did enjoy the Tobey Maguire ones. I mean, I know that those are the ones that I was a child when I watched, you know, so it's, like, different. Yeah. But I don't love what goes on nowadays in the Spider-Man movies where everything revolves around Tony Stark. Okay. I hate that. That, why do I feel like Andrew Garfield's was, like, something that, like, never existed? Like, I know it happened. I only ever watched the first one. It was kind of whack. I think people give it a hard time, but I think he's a very cool and believable and modern version of Peter Parker. Like, Peter doesn't have to be... The dweeb kind of character doesn't really exist. Mm -hmm. The, like, socially inept, like, on the outs... I think Tom Holland does a good job with that, you know? But even that... The whole Tom Holland thing doesn't really make sense to me either. Because he goes to, like, a school for, like, gifted students mm -hmm. also when he is in school. Yeah. And it's like, so you're the nerd outcast... At the school for nerds, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I don't believe him as that. I don't know. I never thought of it that way. I was just saying he goes to like lines. a pre-college, like no, I, high school. You know, know. like that's like a STEM school about. and everything yeah. too. So it's I don't know in the movies. I know. I'm just saying. I think he's the most believable as like being just like a genuinely good kid. He looks and acts most like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. 
Versus in Spider-Man 1, like, only half the movie is Tobey Maguire, like, in high school or whatever, right? Like For, like, a second. Yeah. This is, like, back when, like, how old was he when he was Spider-Man? He was uh, younger than Tom Holland was. Shut When Tom up. Holland first took over Spider-Man. I, I know, I've looked like into adults. it. Like, I'm they've like, all okay, been, all... like, 25 playing, yeah. eight, you know, playing 16, 17-year-olds. way too old. At least now in this one, I feel like they look age-appropriate. Like, even... Uh, Garfield and was it Emma Stone mm-hmm. in the set? Yeah, they were both too, too old. old. Way too old. That's Andrew Garfield was older than Toby than Tom Holland. Okay. I think he was 28. I mean... <laughs> That's old. Toby O'Reilly stay looking like he's at least 45. Mm-hmm. Andrew him, Garfield so. doesn't look like he's aged a day since he was Spider-Man. This is true. But Toby McGuire looks... Well, the thing about Andrew Garfield, too, is, like, being an English dude, it's very surprising that he doesn't look older than he is, you know? like That's so true. He must have a really good skincare regimen. Yeah. Because I feel like... How did we get here? I don't know. <laughs> How do we Christ. get back from I here? I don't know. So I'm really enjoying this book. It comes out in the summer. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have it in the shop, and I really strongly suggest that you read it. Maybe. The other one is a new book about Zatanna that comes out in July also. This is an original graphic novel as part mm-hmm. of the... DC Inc. line that I talk about all the yeah, time. Yeah, you said Zatanna. Zatanna. Zatanna, like I should know who that is. Zatanna's a witch in the DC universe. <gasps> I'm really, I don't think I'm supposed to talk about having read this book, so I won't talk any further about it. <laughs> <laughs> the Spider-Man one I'm allowed to talk about, but the Zatanna one I'm not allowed to talk about. But I, I will let you know that witch, I... Though. Why, why was, am I whispering to it? I don't know. You whisper out, okay. The, was it? And then... Like that? Yeah. That comes I do out love in a July. Good witch. Mm-hmm. I think I said that three times so far, but I just want to. She's a beach you witch know. too. She lives on Coney Island. Oh my god! She's a beach witch. That's like my whole aesthetic. It kind of is. I, right? I, I, I <laughs> am like, like a beach goth. Yeah, like especially like, like the like the city beach goth, like yeah. that whole. That's it, it's a vibe. I think is it's what the vibe. kids would say. It's, a, it's vibe. a vibe. So check out both of those when they come out this summer. I think the kids. Would I say, strongly like the Spider-Man book. I can't talk to you about the Zatanna book, but the kids would definitely say sheesh about both. <laughs> right on! I'm so excited. I have a lot of stuff to read. <gasps> Wait, what am I going to read for next one? For next book club? No. For next podcast? Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah. What do you want to read? Something. What kind of thing? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> we'll figure something out. Kaylin, this podcast that everyone's been listening to is based out of a comic book shop located at 19 Little Street in Madawan, New Jersey. The Geekery can be found online at The Geekery NJ. This podcast can be found on social media at The Geekery Radio. And I can be found at Father underscore K. I am at Dumble Stiltskin. And before I close completely, I want you to, everybody, keep the date May 7th. <gasps> Free comic book day. Oh, hell yeah.